Welcome back to the Fourth Way Podcast. Today we are continuing our discussion on abortion. In the last episode, we talked about the what is it question. When we, when we discuss abortion, it's important to first ask the question, what is it that we're talking about killing? We looked at the sled argument and how people oftentimes try to disqualify fetuses from being human beings because of their size, their level of development, their environment, or their degree of dependency. We talked about how that's really problem, uh, problematic to do so and causes you to undermine a basis for human rights and is a very slippery slope for uh, issues like infanticide or um, euthanasia of, of individuals who we define as not as intelligent or, or whatnot. So in, in this episode, we want to dig deeper into that idea of value. So if the undermining of value in the first episode is problematic, we need to kind of assess how how is value conferred and what are the implications of, of how you view value conferral. Now some of you might have noticed, um, but might not have known what exactly to call this, uh, but the, the pro-abortion advocates, and I'm going to try to use pro-abortion uh, less than, than pro-choice because I feel like pro-choice is um, a kind of pointed term as if um, you know uh, pro-life and pro-choice I know that the pro-choicers are very pro-life in a lot of ways and of course pro-lifers are very pro-choice in in a lot of things so I'm going to say pro-abortion and anti-abortion as, as much as I remember to do it but I'm sure I'll slip up so anyway the main problem with pro-abortion advocates uh, and, and their argument is that uh, we, we run into this issue of degreed properties. And what exactly are degreed properties? Well, they're properties which are held in varying degrees. We see this in words, a lot of words that end in er, er, are going to, to be degreed properties, like faster, smarter, uh, etc. Or words can, which can be characterized as more or less. So like... Um, he is more intelligent, or she is more intelligent. Uh, that's going to indicate degreed properties many times. And what you'll notice about the the sled argument in the the previous episode is that the the sled argument to uh, disqualify fetuses and embryos from value are going to be uh, most of them are degreed properties. So a fetus is less developed, or a fetus is smaller. Uh, those sorts of things are often used to disqualify fetuses from their right to, to human dignity and human uh, life, human rights. Now, on the opposite side of degreed properties, you are going to have static properties or essential properties. And these can't be held in greater or lesser degrees. They're all or nothing. So, for example, a triangle is a triangle, or it's not a triangle. Right? It, it is or it isn't. And that's easy to tell. Um, but likewise, a human uh, is either human or not human. If two humans get together and create 
uh, a child, that child is human. Um, 100% human. Now we can talk about similarities between other animals genetically or, or physiologically, um, but humans beget humans. So when, when new life is created from two human beings, we have 100% a human. That is an essential property. That is not a degreed property. You cannot have a child who is more or less human than another child. At, at no point in their development are they more or less human. What you have is human. Now when we understand these, these two types of properties, it becomes much harder to justify abortion on these degreed, on these degreed properties um, because it's going to really undermine human rights. Because if, if rights are gained by degrees, then value is in degrees and can be lost. Think of it like a, like a baseball card. Um, baseball cards have uh, their value is not intrinsic. You know, if you have the card, it doesn't mean that the card is valuable. It's dependent on a lot of things. Are there scratches on it? Like, what's its physical appearance like? How old is it? Uh, is it is it uh, crumpled? Is it um, worn down? The the baseball card's value is not intrinsic to the card. If I had a card that is very valuable, but I crumpled it up into a ball and rolled it around my hand for a bit and then unrolled it, it might become valueless. The value is is tied largely to uh, other characteristics that are not inherent to the card. Even though the inherent aspect of the card, like who's pictured on it, might give it its, its uh, initial value, that value is still dependent on extrinsic things. Now, we are not going to want to say this about humanity. Are we going to want to say that, well, um, you know, you are born valuable, provided that you're, you don't have some birth defect, uh, provided that you are intelligent enough, provided that, you know, you don't get an arm amputated, provided that, you know, all these things. Are we going to say that uh, all of these things that life deals you or that happen to you, are we going to say that those things devalue you, uh, make you less valuable? And we can say those. I mean, you, you have the right to, to say that and to think that human value is extrinsic and not intrinsic. But if you do, then you have a very hard time uh, claiming uh, human rights for a lot of different groups of people. And a lot of the, the pro-abortion camp is going to be very social, social justice-minded. And so they're going to want rights for lots of different groups, for... Um, the the mentally disabled for the and I'm sorry if I'm using the wrong terms here uh, the the not politically correct terms but I am not up to date on on everything um, but if you uh, a lot of the pro-abortion camp is is very for uh, rights for the the mentally uh, handicapped or for um, groups that have been oppressed. Um, or the, the physically handicapped, they're not going to want to say that humans get their value extrinsically. 
And they don't have to say that humans get their have intrinsic value, but if they do, then they're going to have to change a lot of the, the social justice issues that they're fighting for because they lose their ground for human rights. Degreed properties are, are also problematic because who gets to decide which degree properties create value and which ones confer rights and, and to what uh, degree one has to hold these values in order to, to have rights and value? You know, what's the difference between stripping human rights from someone because they're more dependent, like stripping rights from a fetus, versus stripping rights from them because they're more Jewish or more black? Um, who says one is inhuman while the other's not? Uh, or bring in any any uh, issue, whether it's just some inherent trait, some uh, flaw, or whether even if it is a flaw or not, whether you if the majority of people view it as a flaw, uh, like in Hitler's Germany, viewing being Jewish as a flaw. If that's how culture views it and defines it, um, who's to say which attributes provide value and which ones don't? And if this human value is, is now based on a definable scale rather than on an observable one, um, why can't I redefine it? And why can't I define the values that uh, make somebody cross the threshold to become valuable or don't cross the threshold and they remain disposable. And we see this a lot in some of the ways that people are trying to redefine human rights. So many in the, in the pro-abortion camp are recognizing that they can't argue that a fetus is not human. That just doesn't make any sense. Um, they recognize that, that they are humans, um, but now they're trying to say they're not persons. And so the, they bring in the consciousness or, or personhood argument. And you run into the same problems. It's well, first of all, who decided that personhood is what confers value to somebody? Um, because you're telling me that this this uh, fetus is human, but now you're creating this term of personhood that you say confers value. Well, who decided that this this term that you came up with and these sets of um, things that uh, these sets of qualities that you like? Uh, and you think should confer value. Who decided that that's what actually confers value to human beings? And if you can decide that today, that this is what confers value, then tomorrow, who's to say that somebody can't redefine that? Because you're not basing this on anything objective. You're you're uh, creating your own definition of what what values you would like to see to make somebody valuable. And I mean, that, while that's the main problem. With things like consciousness that are being argued today, okay, sure, we can measure brain waves, but again, you, who determined that consciousness is what confers value? And and you run in again into the problem of, well, people who have better brain waves or more consciousness uh, should then have more value. And then this idea, uh, the problem that uh, if if simple of presence of consciousness confers rights, then you know what happens the moment that we're unconscious when we when we're asleep. Um, you just can't maintain so many of the things that, that people try to um, base this new value on. You just can't maintain. Um, it causes other people to lose value. It makes the value, human value arbitrary and shifting based on whoever decides to define things and has the power at the time. And most of these things can't even be maintained because at different parts of our lives, we lose certain aspects uh, that make us valuable. Um, but nobody would say that we lose value. And while that's the, the consciousness problem, 
people do the same thing with personhood. And personhood's even worse because it's uh, it's even more arbitrary than consciousness since you you can't even measure the brain waves um, like you can for consciousness. With personhood, you've got just these more arbitrary ideas um, that that are always shifting and yeah, are just arbitrary. And uh, we see the results of this too. You know, I'm not just saying uh, I'm not just some apocalyptic. Uh, prophet saying well this is you know this is terrible and it's going to lead to just uh the the destruction of civilization yeah, it may or may not but it it certainly um as greg kokel says ideas do have consequences and we see that that in a journal i believe it was in new zealand we've got people starting to advocate infanticide because if you're going to define the value uh the human value in personhood this arbitrary term then you're going to say, well, you know what? What's the difference between a uh, 25-week-old and a newborn? You can abort the one and not the other. Uh, there really isn't that much of a difference in terms of, of their personhood and their ability to plan for the future and, and all that stuff. So maybe we should be able to kill kids until they can pass some cognitive test or until they're one-year-old because that would at least be... You know, they're clearly not a person until at least after one, but we'll say one to be safe. So we've got the advocacy of, of infanticide coming out of these, um, these arbitrary definitions of human value. So it's, it's always unsettling to me when value and rights are determined and defined not by that which is objective and inalienable, but by that which the ruling class defines. You only need to, to take a cursory glance at history to see how indigenous peoples, outcasts, heretics, the handicapped, and those who were deemed societal and economic hindrances have been treated in times and places where value and rights have been defined and quantified rather than observed and recognized. And that's a big problem. Uh, I will argue that humans have intrinsic value. Wherever a human is, there that value is. It is not the other way around. It's not that... Uh, wherever a human is, you then have to figure out if that human has value based on the extrinsic properties, like like we do with the baseball card. Um, we run into lots of problems when we do it that way, and you lose a lot of ground for social justice. In the minds of pro-abortion advocates today, that might help you out a little bit with, with women's rights and gaining some ground um, and allowing them to pursue their careers without the the fear of of having a child but you are you are dehumanizing uh, a whole nother group of people and creating your own social injustice and at the same time undermining your very basis for justice and human rights well that's all for now so peace because i'm a pacifist and i say it i mean it